Greetings, I am Erin Patton, metaphysical master in a millennial age, and it is my life's purpose to guide you and organizations along an enlightened path. So I invite you to sit comfortably and tune in as I welcome you to the Meta Business Millennial, where we get the real conversations you won't get in the boardroom so that we understand this is exactly the path we need to be on in order to grow, evolve, and thrive. I just want to welcome everyone to the Meta Business World Quarterly Wealthcast. I am Erin Patton, also known as Master L, and it's just an honor and a privilege to be here with the Meta Business World Chief Operating Officer, Amber Williams. Go ahead and say hello, Amber. Hello, everybody. Happy Thursday, one of my favorite days of the week. Yes, totally a great Thursday. And um, and yeah, and so as um, we've mentioned in previous quarterly wealth casts, this is an opportunity for us to tune in. Both Amber and I are... Um, our channels, we are um, divine, uh, divinely incarnated beings in this human body. I know that's a lot for a lot of people. Yeah, we have, um, you know, direct connection to source and, and all that we do. And that's essentially um, the baseline for the meta business world. I know, you know, we've, we're kind of a, a woo-woo company, but we're woo-woo to take your company to woo-woo. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I <that's>, like that. <laughs> So, you know, we don't hide from who we are. We don't hide from from what we bring in terms of our gifts because it is our very gifts that are taking companies and, and individuals to the next level. And um, I just have to start with that because how companies have operated in the past is not compatible with the future. So essentially, our past being, our past ways of modus operandi in terms of business, it worked well. For a, for a good amount of time, you know, more or less, um, a lot of people got wealthy. A lot of people do. And that's just not compatible with the heaven on earth type of existence that we're moving into in terms of this new age. And so with that in mind, it's more about everyone winning, everyone being abundant, not just the few at the top. And so if your company is not aligned with that vision, if your company is operating in the old model of doing things, then more than likely, I would just say 100% likely, it's not compatible with the future. And I don't, I want to make sure, Amber, you have a chance to kind of weigh in too on how we sort of view the meta business world and how we how we view the work that we're doing, and especially as companies are moving into the future and planning for the future. Ooh, you said like a mouth, um, a mouth piece or not even a mouthpiece a full on it was loaded it was so loaded and I was just kind of taking it in because we have these conversations daily we have these conversations weekly with the team about where we're going in business and conscious leaders and how are we showing up in business and how it really starts with the CEO it starts with the culture of the business of Mm -hmm. what kind of culture are you are you building I really believe like when you create, like, I'm not really big on business plans. I'm more on business models. And um, what is your culture going to be like? Because if you don't start at the beginning of creating a, a culture, and we're just going to talk about a conscious culture 
where we're focused on our employees' well-being. We've seen in the last three years how we went through the in total, the world shutting down. Um, there was so much distortion going on, and um, and we're not able. The companies are not able to work. The systems, the old systems, are not able to work anymore. They're not supportive. They're not supportive for these these employees are not supportive for the culture. They're not supportive for making money anymore because people right. are actually just really tapped in now. And the energy that we're in, <clears throat> and we're going to use those words like the consciousness that we're in, it's so expanded. People's consciousness are expanding. They were sitting at home. They had time to really slow down and really tap in to be like, you know what? I don't like the way I feel. I don't even really like my job. Is this really what I want to do? Do you know how many conversations I have with people that are my age? And they're like, I still don't know what to know. I still don't know what I want to do with my life. And right. I'm looking like, what? <laughs> what do you mean? Right. And I'm not, and I'm not judging anyone, but it does, it's very, and we're gonna, I'm gonna use this word probably all through this broadcast today. It takes intention to create the life of your dreams. Period. And you have to be intentional every single day. Like, does this fit where I'm going? Do I need to let it go? And I really think that it's always good for us always to be letting everything go every single day. Because if it's meant to stay, it's going to stay. And I know that's like so cliche. And you always hear people that were like, everything you need is within you or, you know, if they're meant to stay, they're going to stay. Like, I feel like you have to give everything freedom because when you're just free, everything, you just become a magnet to everything. And you, can't get, there, you can't get there if you're not intentional about every single day of your life. You know, you're always trying to hold on to things. And I, and, and Aaron, that just really came up because Aaron was asking me before we got it. Amber, what are you going to talk about? And I was like, yeah, we need to talk about end of the year rest. Because you guys, I tell Aria, like, I feel the refreshes we've done. This is our third quarterly wealth podcast. And today, I actually look and I actually feel refreshed. And, <laughs> and, and I want to tell you, I'm the most take rest, go to the spa, work with healers, go to the therapist, do all these things, block out my schedule person. But when I tell you the sense of inner peace I have right now. And I usually always had that, but like it is radiating on me right now. Like I really feel it. I see it. And, and essentially that is the work of the meta business world is calling out the things that are not really seen, especially in business. Mm -hmm. And the last thing you're going to hear anyone talk about business is rest and taking a break or take the time you need. Because it's always about deadlines. It's always about putting out fires. It's always about being on top of things and feeling productive, being busy. And I just recall that the, it, like, even saying all that stuff, the energy of it is anxiety inducing. Mm -hmm. And that essentially is the, the, the state, the state of your, your average business office, your corporate office is a state of, of anxiousness of always having to be on. And and yes, I understand the the desire to want to be able to respond to things on a timely basis and respond to to issues and things. And at the same time, 
that response needs to come with some measured strategy, some some reflection, some some stillness, and not always movement. And it's funny because I have a friend who travels a lot, and I used to think that someone, Amber doesn't exactly know what I'm talking about, but travels a lot, and is busy, 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 and he's always speaking and doing things. And I was thinking that this is a person that's successful, that's, you know, always on the go, always on flames, you know, always speaking, always doing things. And the actual words he uses is spinning, spinning, spinning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, if you're spinning, 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 you know, that, and think about it just in physical terms, then you're going to get dizzy. And not only are you going to get dizzy, you're going to get sick. And then when you get sick, you're going to throw the fuck up and then you're going to like be miserable. So if you're spinning, 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 like when does that stop? You know, when do you actually stop and actually take account of what is happening around you? And, you know, I'm pretty sure you're like, how is this woo-woo? How is this spiritual? How is this metaphysical? Because a lot of our beingness, a lot of our, our, our energy field, our force field, it operates best when our body is still. Mm-hmm. When we're constantly in motion, it's really hard to create um, flow in our field, in our energy field, in our, in our Merkaba, in our human vital field, and we, our light body. There's so many ways you can you can term, term, term this, but essentially this is the energy that connects us to God, connects us to our life force. And essentially we're draining our life force by working too hard. And I'll stop there. And to even add to that, to also give it in some even more practical, even more practical terms too, like mm-hmm. you're not giving yourself time to be curious. Because I love that. You're not giving yourself time to be curious. You're not like what Erin was saying. She talked about the Merkaba. She talked about the body. Um, she's she's talking about not being able to be in your heart and being able to speak to your heart and to be going back to that word again, intentional in every single thing you do. Curiosity comes from intention. And um, today I'm excited because I get to go talk to some fifth graders and we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about curiosity because I feel like it's a lost art. I always talk to my mom about that. We feel that curiosity is a lost art. It's how we imagine. It's how we imagine our life. And so many people, like you were saying, Aaron, that guy flying around the world, we think that being on planes, working all the time, um, Everything is just like, that means success. And success is what you feel is for you, you know? Like mm-hmm. for me, being successful means that I'm happy. Everybody else is benefiting from my happiness. That is right. my new term of success. When I'm happy, I'm still, I'm being myself. Like, and everybody's benefiting off of it. I feel successful. If I am always running around in my head, um, consciously trying to hold on things that don't need to be held on to. I'm constantly in my business focused on the um, the wrong things instead of impact and 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 doing the things that are going to be uh, revenue generating that um, I actually enjoy that my my staff actually enjoys that is actually benefiting us. You know, and 
energy is strategy. We talk about strategy so much in business, but like if our team, and that's the one thing, and I know I'm going to jump to this. I have a friend, he's in software development. He's a developer. He's a um, software engineer and he works for Microsoft. And half of his job is being curious. Like what, what they do is like, you're not, they're not sitting at the desk for eight hours thinking of the stuff. They get to go off, be curious, imagine, really get into their intuitive mind because engineering is a very intuitive thing, then come back and create the architecture of how they're going to make the software develop. Yeah. And it's like, and not every business can work like that because like certain businesses are very transactional. So there's like task, 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 task. Yeah. But creating these systems and creating those things is a very intuitive process. So when we get that time, that's that's why you see a lot of tech people, they're really quiet <laughs> because they're in their mind trying to figure out like the next step, like, because it's a practical thing. It's step by step. It's not like, let's go to the end. We know the end, the output is going to be this, the software we're creating, but what does the input look like? And, and, and you really have to think about that. And I'm correlating this back into life. Like you want this output of this this life well what does it take to get there and in order for you to figure that out you got to be inward you got to be curious you got to imagine you got to slow down you got to spend time with your family you got to do things you gotta love like i'm playing board games i know people probably think that that's they're like amber you like playing board? i'm like yeah i like to sit and play board games my family and I play Monopoly. It gets real serious over here when we play Monopoly. But Monopoly, you have to be very intentional. Because my nephew, he, the last time we played uh, Monopoly at Thanksgiving, he basically bought all the houses up. And then was like, <laughs> he had all the property. He had all the money. And it went by so fast. But in his mind, he was so focused on that goal. That goal, like very intentional about it. Like, you know, and sometimes we're just kind of like, we're just, oh, look at what everybody else does instead of just going inward and focusing about what is. Yeah, I love this comment because, yes, this is beautiful. I want to talk about both sides because we're talking about rest and what us as individuals should be doing. And now that I'm in this role as a business leader, a CEO with a full-time with full-time staff members, then I want to speak also from that perspective when you're looking at budgets, when you're looking at performance and you're having to pay out salaries and you're wanting to see results. And this is something that I deal with a, a lot for myself and with clients who are just like, well, you know, such and such has been out and we're underperforming or we're down mm-hmm. and that top performer because he's getting rest. Like literally this man's like sick and has a disease too. And, and so when we're thinking about it from that perspective, like what are we really investing in when we're paying out salaries or we're paying out bonuses? Is it results or is it to care for our employees along their journey of bringing value to our company on whatever time horizon that looks like? And even mm-hmm. just to say that feels like, ooh-wee, like, I don't know how people are going to receive that because people are very results-oriented in business. 
Yeah. And like you said, working at Microsoft, there is like a preponderance of resources. Mm-hmm. So to have an engineer get paid a million a year, which likely like his high salary is based, you know, at that at a, at a managerial level, and then to say he can spend his time lottie dotting on their beautiful campus and eating in their beautiful cafeteria, you know, like playing games and drinking beers on his break, you know, yeah, that's cool for Microsoft. But what about small, medium sized businesses? But they have to start their, there, Erin. They started yeah. small. They started small. <laughs> and what was the focus? It was culture. It was yeah. culture. Microsoft. Yes. You know, and I'm not saying I don't I don't know their entire culture, but it was a culture that was an idea. This is how I want my development staff, my engineers to be able to get to the ideas that create the best products in the world you know yeah it was very intentional so we were like yeah. this was the end result of them starting small and we and, and and we have to speak to those small to medium like what does it look like what does that output look like in the end of the day are you vision casting but speaking constantly? also to those short-term fears and those mm-hmm. short-term insecurities and sort in that short-term scarcity mindset that I only have this limited amount of resources to invest in these people. And if they don't deliver something in the next six to nine months, then we don't, we don't, we don't make it. Mm-hmm. So then there has to be that, that consciousness and that trust in that rest period that you understand that this rest is serving the greater good. Mm-hmm. And that this rest actually, like you said, is creating products or services that's going to mm-hmm. be taught here in the world. Yes. And that there has to be that trust there or else that rest is going to be still at that anxious level or that anxiety tether frequency, which doesn't produce, you don't produce shit pretty much. And I think speaking to this gets into what meta business world does, because yes, it's more the rest too. Also for those CEO leaders, not being in the scarcity mind, it goes back to their childhood because it, we can, we can say all day, Hey, rest, think abundance mindset. But how did they grow up? Like they might have, they they saw their mom and dad work like that. It was never any money in the house. So the reason why they're result oriented is because from their childhood, it never was enough. There never was enough. There was never that that, um, container of their home that we always have more than enough. It was, there's never enough. We must always work. So that speaks to the work we do when we work with with these these leaders who want to step into that new conscious realm of really working through it's a it's a level when you're trying to build a company there's levels you have to go through Aaron and I constantly are doing the mindset work we're constantly doing the energetic work we're constantly we started at therapy and then went through to the energetic levels to get to where we are and and you have to address the childhood shit I don't care what anybody says. We could tell you the rest all day, but if you're not addressing the childhood shit, it's always going to be result oriented. And it's so good that you say that because I be on LinkedIn all day and everything I see in the title, result oriented. I'm like, of course we want results. Of course we want to make money. But like, what kind of results are they? Are they, you're so tired, I gave you half ass work? And I'm not saying that to be like, I, I'm not going to say that to be mean, or maybe I am. Maybe the people need to hear it like this. 
because I had to let a graphic designer go two years ago because I didn't feel like she was giving me her best work. She wasn't going deep enough for me. And I need, I need your best. I need your best. And that's not like, because, and, and I'm looking at her now and, and I'm saying this cause you guys are like, Amber, you're sounding this. I'm like, I'm looking at her now on social media and she's been doing the work. And I've been seeing that she's been going deeper and she's been giving people deeper work. Now we, what, what we did, maybe it was just me coming in my, into her life to work with her on that level and get to it. And I saw what I want, but for me, I really love soul led people, people that are like, they speak from their heart. And I know they're like, well, Amber, no, if I'm speaking from my heart as a leader, like I feel that I'm going to attract a culture, create a culture of employees that are in integrity. Cause that could be so many things being heart led. It can be integrity. It can be innovative. It can be, um, man, there's so many words. All these things can lead to somebody who's very family oriented. All these things can go out and be mean so many different types of people. But I think it's very important for us to really tell you that like, you just don't get here by thinking it because there's always going to be this disconnect in your body between what you feel and what is being sent out into the world. I agree. I 100% agree. Because I feel like there's a time, there's time sequencing. We always talk That's about that. Word. That's our word. Sequence. Yeah. Sequencing. And then they also were, uh, shout out to Max and Ms. Light, our, both of our mentor and teacher, the process goal alignment. Like, what is your goal? And as businesses, whether you're small, medium, like meta business world, or you're massive, like a Microsoft, what are your goals? And then how do I align my processes to get there? And we all know that inserted in the process, there has to be rest, there has to be restoration, and there has to be opportunities to go deep to your point about your graphic designer who wasn't available to be that with you or be in alignment in her, in her full passing and fullest potential with you. Mm-hmm. And in order to do that, then you have to be clear on, on, where you want to go. And I just have to do a shameless plug here at the meta business world. We, one of our core offerings is around our meta strategy, vision and values, um, exercise, uh, meta strategy offering. And essentially it's a multi um, month engagement where we work directly with your teams, with your leadership teams to align you with a shared vision and then values that hold you accountable to that vision so that you can create the goals and the processes to get to that said vision. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Amber's done this work with me and we both have done it for ourselves and for our own businesses. And we, I mean, I feel, I, I mean, I feel it in my body that you cannot have a successful business without a proper vision without proper values. So true. And that's why the meta business world has this as our core offerings because, you know, it is in the Bible. It is an ancient text that without a vision, the people will perish. And yeah. so we must really, really align with that vision of seeing where we want to go. You know, who are we in getting there? Our values. And then on top of that, you know, what's, what's the process going to look like? What are our goals going to look like? And fully kind of bring this full circle is 
in that process, we have to build in the rest. We have to build in the restoration and we have to build in the reflection. You know, what just came up when you were talking about, we were talking about vision and values and <laughs> let me just tell you, what just came up to me. What? The crest. You know how in ancient times and ancient civilization, how different kingdoms had crests and on the crests, they had different visions, visions and values. And this is why it's so important. You know, this is like, if, if you, if you, this is my favorite little thing. If you watch Game of Thrones and all my Game of Thrones people out there, you're going to get this house of uh, Lannister, Lannister and their crest. They're like, Lannisters always pay their debts. Or, always, <laughs> or I even, love that even, part. even, even, um, uh, just every family has a crest. We'll see. And I actually have a friend and her and her husband created a crest for their family. Oh, nice. And I thought that was like so beautiful. There's something that was inspired that I want to do with my family. Well, what do it, but I think for me, my crest is always like, not even like my best, my crest is I always talk about family and legacy focus. Like, yeah. I've been on the internet since I've been on it. If you go back to about seven, 10 years, the posts come through all the time on my memories. I'm tagging family legacy focus. That's my focus. That's what I align with. When you see me and I speak to the things I am and I show up, what am I focused on family and legacy? And it's like, this is what it comes to with your visions and your values. Like your company, what does your company represent? Because that's what kind of employees you're going to have. That's what kind of work you're going to put out. That's what kind of leader you're going to be. And you want to be that embodied leader. We, we, we see that in businesses where like, well, you say you're, you're giving out this product, like, uh, it's not matching the math ain't mathing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's so important. Like your visions and your values are going to continue to keep you to up leveling every five, 10 years, every yes. time you're, you know, every year yes. when you sit down with your team, okay. What does it look like this year? We're planning out this year. What does it look like? What is the strategy to continue to aim to reach that vision? You got to look at companies like Amazon. You, right. you, Amazon didn't get to where it was. Remember when Amazon was just books? Remember it was just books, audible books. I don't think people remember it was a booking service. He started off by just selling books and look what he, and look where Amazon is. And then on top of it, look how he just finally stepped down as what the, the CEO of his company not too long ago. And it's like, and now we see him just twiddly dealing, sitting on yachts and chilling. Like we also have to be very open about the work that it does take and how incorporating rest while you're building these expanse of these large corporations, these enterprises, what it looks like and really shaping your business around your life and not your business around your life. A lot yeah. of people live like that, that their life is shaped around their business and their business is not shaped around your life. You can't be a billionaire, have a family and run all these businesses. If your business runs you, you running your business, you're telling your business where to go. You're delegating, you're doing these things. And I think people, we have to really be honest. Like, yeah, we're resting, but we're working our ass off. And then we're resting and we're working our ass off, but it's, we're working our ass off in a strategy that's conducive to our energy. 
then we're resting your ass off because they need to be equal on both sides. They do. Yeah. But we're not so focused on the results oriented mindset is different this time. Yeah. Different. It's different. I think it's, I don't, you know, I told my, um, I told my, uh, a coach the other day, I was like, for some reason this year, I started incorporating realistic again. And I was like, uh, my, my inner child was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, we yeah. don't do realistic. I, was yeah. like, I don't even know how that word peeked back into my life, but. Cause there could be some insecurity and we want to just say like, okay, like I, I have the security, I can get my paycheck. Like, I don't want to take any risks. And I I understand that mindset and I don't want to shit on anyone who craves stability because fundamentally that's what we all need to, to be and feel successful is stability. So if you just need your paycheck at this time, I'm not knocking you at all. Oh, no. What we're trying to encourage folks who are in leadership positions and in, in anywhere in between is that even if you're just getting the paycheck, that you're finding time for yourself to understand who you are. Because at the end of the day, this is a soul journey on this planet. Like you are a human being and you need to be being more than you're doing. And too often in this age, we're doing way too much. Like, you know how we say we do one the most, we do one the most is, you know? And so what we're trying to do is being the most is too. And the way we can be the most is, is through rest and coming into, into ourselves, <laughs> being the most is, and, and connecting to who we are. Like, do you know who you are? Do you know who you are? Can you answer that question really? And I, I know most people can't because I've been doing this work for years. And let me tell you, I just came off a, a journey this past week where I, I really met myself. Like in real life. And it was so curious about myself, the energy of myself. It's it's it, it it's no title on it, it's no label on it. It's not Aaron, it's not CEO. It's not mother, daughter, nothing. It's an energy that's connect essence. It's an essence. <laughs> that's all I can say about it. It's an essence of me. And vast as fuck too. And so in order for us to even catch a glimpse of that, we have to be willing to sit still with ourselves. We have to be willing to, to look at all the shitty aspects of our personal lives and in our childhood, that's what I would speak to what Amber was saying. Because before I had that breakthrough moment, I was literally sobbing about being a little girl and feeling like I wasn't held. Mm. Feeling like I wasn't supported. Feeling like I'd been alone in this world until I was literally a few years ago. Until I met people like Amber and Max and Jasmine. Literally alone, a lonely feeling little girl. And how you know how painful that, feel, that felt? I was sobbing like a baby. I was literally sobbing like a baby because I did not feel held. Did you give that girl hug? Did you give that girl love too? Did you send her back love? Maybe uh, I need to process you need to that. Send, you need to send her, you need to sit with yourself and you need to give that past okay. version of yourself love right now. You because you wouldn't really get to where you are right now if you didn't go through that experience. Period. And I think like we have to, sometimes we beat ourselves up for 
how we did have our experience, but like give your give give that past version of yourself love now. Send you know her a little send her some send her a lot of energy. A lot hold, of energy. Hold her now, you know, mm-hmm. and make peace with it. Because once mm-hmm. you make peace with that past, you're able to be in the now and be in your full fucking power. And that's what we want yeah, yeah. for. Like I tell you all the time, we want you in your full fucking power. So you can be a representation to everybody else of what mm-hmm. it looks like to do the work, to really, really go within and do the work or just even start in the you work. Because there's a lot of people, I tell Erin all the time, like she is, she is like, <laughs> I tell Erin this all the time, like, so you, go, you are like, your energy is like the gateway drug. So it's hey. like, they find you and they're like, well, okay, like I'm inspired. I want to start, you know? And all it takes, and I say this all the time, this has been a continuing message I've always had. It's like healing takes courage and healing is the new generational wealth. Like what emotional wealth, not money. We talk about money because money ain't real, y'all. We'll get into that another thing. It ain't real. It ain't back, but it's, it ain't real. We can make it out of clean air. When I see these comments, I'm sorry, this is a side note. I see a comment that somebody was like, Go to work. You're not going to wake up today with money in your account. I'm like, that's a motherfucking lie because there's so many times I done manifested some money. I can't give you all the stuff because that's just my birthright that God gave me and the alchemist I am that I can wake up with a, a interesting transaction deposit into my account that I was like, damn, I forgot about that. That's between me and my maker. I can't give you all my juice. But what I can tell you is, is that it takes courage. And what kind of emotional wealth are you leaving for your family, for your children? I think that is the real generational wealth because it ties into everything. Like, are your children able to, guys, what we're living in right now, it's a, it's a war out here. It's a spiritual war. Every time I get on social media, it, it, I just be like, let me just log off. Because the revolution will be televised. That's one thing I remember come, growing up, and I heard that 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 uh, tagline: "The revolution will be televised," and we're seeing it right now. And it's like for years, even when I was ready to speak about, you know, the consciousness up leveling, I was telling people just get right with yourself, figure out who you are, you know. And people are really just at each other's necks right now. And there's people like you, Aaron and I, and we're just, we have to continue to do the work so we can support these people when they come out of this turmoil, when they're ready to really rise and they're really ready to have that output of what the vision they sought for their life. Yeah, yeah. yeah and on that note, um, that's a great and a segue into how the metabusiness world can continue to serve you, serve your company, serve your leadership. Because yes, we do have um, <laughs> lots of offerings that can really support you in your own journey, your own restful journey, because you don't want to have to be doing all the goddamn work. Mm-hmm. Like that's really what we offer is an opportunity for you to rest and not have to do it all on your own. Like that's really what the method business world is here for. Not only you're not having to do it on your own, but accelerate the path for you to where you want to go. And and why wouldn't you want, you know, someone to support you in getting to your dreams faster? 
and doing it with love and doing it in alignment with God. And that's essentially what the meta business world is here for. And I'm going to start it finished as I started too, that this is not how business has usually been done. However, what is known to be true today is business cannot be what it used to be mm-hmm. if it wants to be successful in the future. So in order to be successful in the future, you want to be working on accelerating your path. You want to be working on aligning yourself with God. You want to be working on all of those things in order to make sure your business survives. And so we mentioned before that the meta business world has the vision and values, uh, meta strategy offerings that um, can support you and your team and really refining your vision for your business, aligning with values that can hold you accountable for who you are, both internally and externally. And this is an opportunity of a lifetime. Like if you are doing this work, then you might as well just hang it up. Like that's how I feel. And, but, and additionally to that, we have a VIP day, which is a very kind of entry-level offering for businesses that want to just start to get familiar with what it means to be self-aware. What does it mean to be, you know, caring about our, our energy? Like, what is energy? You know, so this is really an opportunity to start opening up conversations in and within your workplace so that it can be a more fun and pleasurable environment. And this is something too that we are we should do a whole nother wealth cast on is around the pleasure of enjoying life. Because yeah. we talked about rest, because rest is like the first step. Like, okay, first of all, I need to just, am I even here today? Like, like that's how people are waking up most time. And then once you kind of get into a restful state, then you can start enjoying your life. And I venture to say that that most people at work are not enjoying it. <laughs> there's there's no fun in being at work. You know, that damn near wasn't even any fun in being in school. So we really highly been conditioned to have removed the pleasure from work. And so a VIP day offering is an opportunity to inject some really fun, pleasurable activities that you could enjoy and your colleagues can enjoy. So you can start to feel that frequency of play, fun, and love at work. So that's really what a VIP day is. And then our last offering is our meta coaching. So I offer one-on-one coaching. Amber often offers one-on-one coaching. She even offers her own human design um, strategy work and, and assessment work. And we also have other facilitators on our team that offer coaching. So there is a bevy of resources for one-on-one coaching within the business world that can help to accelerate your own personal path. Because as we're doing this work in offices, you got to be doing the work on your own. Like we said, the inner child stuff, I know you're not trying to talk about how your grandma yelled at, you at work all the time. <laughs> I'm saying like, like, this is something you may want to do one-on-one, you know? So this is an opportunity to really get at some of those maybe shameful things or insecure, you know, moments we have maybe with our spouses or even our kids that we don't want to just broadcast in the office. But we want to be able to have someone that's beyond a therapist, that's beyond, you know, a psychiatrist, psychology, like, come on, animal. Like, this is energetic work. This is the work that really amplifies and and just takes you, like I say, from that woo-woo to that ooh-ooh. You know, and this is what we really want for people is to start to feeling that ooey gooey happiness, love of life, of work, and of just being. So 
I just wanted to make sure we we did that kind of wrap around, you know, um, offerings for the meta business world so you guys understand who we are, what we have to offer, what we're doing in this world, and how, most importantly, it impacts and benefits and amplifies your life and your existence. Yes, that felt good. That felt good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, And I know we're wrapping it up, and um, 2023 has been... This is something I want to say. Best year of my life. And I got to start saying, I got to say that because my friend, he says that all the time. He tells me, he'd be like, today's the best day of my life. And I'm like, oh, tell me what happened. He's like, no, today was the best day. And I forgot how when I started on this journey, I used to say stuff like that to myself. And I'm going to get back to saying that 2023 was the best year of my life. And I I know know 2024 is going to be even better, you know? Period. And I just really want to continue to cultivate that and just continue to work through my own vision of what I want my life to live like. And and I was and I was saying this, I, I posted something the other day that I'm not focused on what's next. I'm focused on the now. Yeah. Because I've always had a huge vision for my life and and it's like you're always I always had goals. I still ain't finished some of these other goals. The, the uh-huh. goals that are so big because it was all about sequencing. Period. You know, it wasn't time. Right so time, like, right place, right condition. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm just, I'm grateful. And um, I'm always honored to be able to get up here and talk. This has in, even um, inspired me on what I'm going to talk to the fifth graders about today. I was thinking about yeah. this for what I got on and we're really going to really hone in on about curiosity. And actually, you know, um, I just did a paper on that about curiosity because it's such a lost form and it's actually how we get to pleasure. It's how we live a pleasure seeking life. And and sometimes when we're not, and I know I'm about to get a tangent, but I'm gonna wrap this up. When we get too in a pleasure mode, we start to seek things that numb us from enjoying the true pleasures of life. This is, That's how I'm going to wrap that up for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so again, back to vision. What are your values? Because when you are aligned with your values, you won't overindulge because part of your values is I want to stay in the now moment. I want to stay present. I want to stay focused. And when I'm drinking too much or when I'm smoking too much or if I'm overindulging and speaking too much, that takes me out of my now moment. Mm-hmm. So I just love, too, that we just add to this reminder about rest. This is the holiday season. It gets crazy outside. We already know lots of drinking, lots of partying, lots of shopping, lots of spending, lots of consumption. Don't forget to rest. Don't forget to sit your ass down. You know, just get out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And enjoy the present. Enjoy the now. And know that the meta business world is here for you. We love you. And this wraps us up. You know, you can always follow us at the Meta Business World, metabusiness.world on social media. Also, our website. I am Aaron Patton across all social media. Um, Amber, I don't know if you want to offer your uh, contact. You guys can follow me. My uh, social is I am Amber Williams across all platforms too, except Twitter. I am I am circa eighty one. But I'm gonna tell you, I'm not tweeting what's on my mind so i just might be sharing some stuff that's all you need to know but everything else you can catch me at i am amber williams awesome 
Well, again, we love you all so much. Thank you for tuning in. All of our live audience members, thank you so much for tapping in. And we're leaving comments and stuff. You know, thank you so much. And um, for all of those that are following up, we'll catch you in the next quarter. This is another Business World Quarterly Wealth Class. Love you, Uh Love you guys. Did you really love this episode of the Meta Business Millennial Podcast? Well, I am honored and I appreciate you subscribing, leaving a review and sharing it with your friends. In the meantime, stay bright, my friends. Much love and light. Peace.